0: All right. thanks for watching my name is James Robertson and today we're going to talk about the city of Houston state of the city address but this address is my address because we're talking about the Houston office market and I want you to know exactly what the Houston market is going to be like if you're trying to lease office space okay so that's what this video is for business owners that want to lease space in this market they want good deals but they want to understand where they should place their expectations. Right. So let's just get right on into it. So to kick things off, I have to tell you that the talking heads, Wall Street, Fortune 500 companies, they're worried about Houston. So I want to talk about numbers for a second. Now, we had two point nine million square feet of new office space that was built out in the marketplace. That means new buildings that were actually put there in Houston that were erected. Bank of America was one of the buildings here. And we're going to talk about that in a minute that you guys may have seen some new additions to Houston skyline. But it's not a lot of space. Um, 2.9 million square feet is tiny for a city this 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 large. So 2.9 million square feet of new office space. We got 2.1 million square feet of office space that was leased out by new tenants. So that kind of shows you that if you got 2.9 million square feet of new office space being built, and then you have 2.1 million square feet of office space that was absorbed by new tenants, we're barely keeping up. Now. The way that Houston constructs buildings, it's conservative. That's why our rental rates stay steady. That's why we're not in a decline like other markets, even though our vacancy is very high. But the fact is that if we're adding 2.9 million, we're leasing out 2.1, we're basically just staying slightly ahead of the curve, which keeps rent stable. But that's still a problem for Wall Street. It's still a problem for talking heads because we need to see growth above 5%. And right now we're just at 1%. So so that's always red flags all the way around for the investment side of things. But keep in mind, if you are leasing space, you're a business owner and you want to get the best deal, this is a tenant's market. I wanna talk about the vacancy rate real quick. We have a vacancy rate of 16.9%. I was surprised when I saw that myself. 16.9%, when you look at New York, Chicago, San Francisco, all of those have better, they're performing better than Houston. That says a lot for tenants that wanna negotiate deals. It says a lot if you're looking for free rent, you're looking for concessions, because the right landlords are gonna do a lot to get you. You just have to know where to look. So keep that in mind, 16.9% vacancy, great for tenants, bad for investors. Now I wanna hit annual rent growth. According to CoStar, a few other sources that I would consider authorities in this market, Houston had a 1% annual rent growth. Most deals, when you look at a lease, they're doing uh, about 3 to 5% increases per year. The problem with that is if Houston market's going up 1% a year, almost all of those deals are overpriced. You need to reevaluate where you allow your deals to be if you're signing a 5-year or 10-year lease especially. If you're signing a short-term deal, you might not be able to finagle uh, getting those rates adjusted. But investors that set their standards on greater than a 1% or 2% mark, they're being unfair. And if they're doing that to you, you're getting cheated. And I'm telling you that because the numbers speak to it, not just your opinion. So keep in mind that landlords have their goals when they purchase buildings that are independent of the marketplace. Our goals need to be based on what the market's actually doing. And unless you're in a market like the Woodlands or Green... I was about to say Greens Point, <laughs> and That's not the case in Greens Point. If you're in a market like the Woodlands or in Katy or in Sugar Land or the Energy Corridor, these are all above the national uh, Houston's average for rent growth, landlords can push harder there. But if you're in other markets like Southwest Houston, like Greens Point in particular, right, that are just hammered by high vacancy rates, they can't justify those increases. So keep that in mind. Talk to your broker about a good negotiation strategy. Now, Houston-based business owners that are looking to lease office space, hear me and rejoice because I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. I'll be saying this for probably the next few quarters. This is a tenant's market there's an abundance of space because of the high vacancy rate there are a ton of concessions being given by landlords because banks are nervous because wall street is nervous landlords want to compete for business they want high occupancy in their buildings and the pickings are slim for good tenants so this is a good time if you're a good credit tenant if you're leasing a good amount of space you got to shop the market you may be comfortable where you are that's great but the numbers here show that landlords are going to be vying for your business so it's good to shop around if for nothing else to make sure you understand what the market is commanding for your tenancy. And you can use that and present that to your landlord and set a negotiating strategy around that. Now, I wanna take a second and talk about why the talking heads, why Wall Street, while some members in the Greater Houston Partnership, uh, some leaders in the city of Houston, all pretty much agree that that there's some red flags in what's going on across the city. The canary in the coal mine in my opinion, was the Amazon deal. When Amazon considered the city of Houston, we didn't make the final cut, okay? That was a problem because the city of Houston is one of the largest cities in the nation. A few years ago, we were number two for the number of corporate headquarters that were moving into a city. We're in the great state of Texas, where we have low taxes, we have lots of businesses coming in from California. We have international business coming from around the world because of the ports because of our great rates here, the open opportunities in our markets. But Amazon is the beginning of a trend because this was the first major company that passed over the city of Houston before we got to a final round that that I've seen. And and the unofficial reason was because they believed that our demographics didn't support the tech uh, sector that they wanted to kind of grow and nurture. And they chose New York as a place they wanted to plant their hat and ironically enough, the leaders there wanted to push them out, so that didn't work out. But I would tell Bezos if he was listening right now, Bezos, you can still come home, just give us a call. We forgive you. Right now, the city of Houston is fighting for its identity. On one side, you have Fortune 500 companies, you have the bigger business sector that's trying to push the city to adapt more policies and and set up a structure to where it's more comfortable for big business to thrive here on the other side you have i think the pioneers in houston people that developed and made houston what it was took advantage of the the no zoning that are trying to develop a city where local owned businesses continue to thrive because they are thriving in this city so we're fighting on two different sides here and depending on who you are you're going to have a totally different take on how we're doing because i represent local owned businesses looking for deals here houston-based businesses regional businesses I tend to be biased toward what's best for you guys. And what's best for you guys right now is a market like we see here, with the numbers for vacancy that we see, for the rent numbers for these markets that we're gonna break down in future videos. Now, the reason that big business is a little bit nervous is because oil and gas is still below $60 a barrel. And as long as the price per barrel rates are that low, we're gonna have issues with energy companies wanting to expand. Not only that, but Wall Street, who evaluates these energy companies, they're being a little bit more strict on how they're evaluating energy companies because of the low earnings that we are seeing in the marketplace. And also there's global pressure now because of emissions and and carbon reduction efforts around the world, energy companies just just getting scrutinized more. That's just an ugly truth that, that we have to deal with here in Houston. So much of our economy is based on energy. The medical sector is another area that um, has been stable and strong so far, but that's also under potential threat. Um, We'll see what happens in the next presidential election, but there's already been talk about healthcare packages or healthcare reforms that would shake up the insurance industry, that would substantially change the medical industry. We're already seeing tenants in Houston that are medical users that are trying to adopt a cash-based payment system as a priority and not depending on insurance. They're going after higher income demographics in the area. I'm talking about MD Anderson here. I'm talking about Texas Children's. I'm talking about your even some of the new doctors coming out of school are adopting practices where they can cater to people with cash because the government's just not paying with, through Medicaid and through these other services what they can get in the private sector. That's a very interesting trend because on a larger scale, if they do adopt a single-payer system regardless of your politics, insurance industry is gonna send shockwaves through on the real estate investment trust level. We're gonna have problems investing in these bigger buildings that Dr. Skyline, that's gonna make shockwaves all the way down. That's gonna affect your local business owner as well. Not just your insurance, but who's funding these buildings, how they're gonna be priced. And those things can be seriously damaging to our economy because so much of our economy is based on energy, It's based on the medical sector. And while, yes, we're trying to increase technology, we want to keep those two legs of that stool stable as well while we we buffet other areas that we need to grow. So let's talk about some other news. One of the largest recent deals in Houston was the Bank of America taking up 320,000 square feet at the new Bank of America building downtown. That's never a good sign to see a bank being one of the largest deals in a market like this. Now, if we flip the script here on other big deals, but not necessarily growth, you got Occidental Petroleum that had a $38 billion acquisition and was looking for a reduction in their real estate portfolio. So right now, they're spread over, they're spread out over the Woodlands, Greenwood Plaza, and Energy Corridor. They recently purchased a 62-acre ConocoPhillips uh, kind of Phillips campus in the Energy Corridor. Now, does that mean they're gonna move everything over just like Exxon did a few years ago? And, and I, want to keep, I want you to keep in mind that when Exxon made that move, thousands of companies followed them into the woodlands. That saved that market from a decline. You can ask any owners there, other brokers. It was a huge shift that really buffeted up uh, their market. It continued to make them strong today. I expect the same thing to happen in an energy corridor. If this deal does go through, the space, the word on the street is the space that they purchased, it's not big enough for them right now. It's it's actually too small. They're gonna to have to do additional development. There's gonna be other businesses that bring, go in to support them. I think the energy corridor really needed that boost. So I think it's a good move overall, but we're gonna see reductions in those other markets because of that. That means more vacant space for class A tenants. That means class B tenants are gonna be sucked up into those spaces to fill them because they'll probably be incentivized. They'll probably be discounted. And that means a lot of class B and class C tenants going to have pretty substantial blocks of space that they can gobble up on three to five-year or 10-year leases. So if you're in those markets, and the markets I'm talking about are Greenway Plaza, if you're in the Woodlands area as well, and some parts of the Energy Corridor that is currently occupied by Occidental, then you can go ahead and keep your eyes open, talk to your broker about what I'm sharing with you. So you can plan accordingly when you're doing your searches or if you're working on your renewals. If you wanna know more about what can happen in these markets from case studies and other examples, be sure to subscribe to this channel. This is more of an overview, but we're gonna go by a market by market analysis as the weeks and months go on. So we're really gonna leave no stone unturned and we're gonna talk about how this will affect you specifically. Okay, so let me, let me summarize and tell you how you should digest this information. And it really depends on who you are, if you're a local business owner or if you're big business. I mean, those are the two areas that that I think have a vested interest in this. And I wanna share with you my opinion on how you should perceive the issues and data that I'm talking about. So if you're an institutional investor, meaning that you're buying class A multimillion dollar or billion dollar deals here, if you're a CEO, of a major Fortune 500 company, you may not be as excited about Houston as you were a few years ago. That's just a reality. Whether or not we're gonna change depends on who Houston wants to be in the next few years. If you're a local business owner, if you're a regional owner, I think you have a lot to be excited about in this market. I love the fact that in Houston, we're one of the few markets here that you have no zoning. We're able to create our own path. You have entrepreneurs that can develop where they want to develop and have the freedom to do so. You see, big companies like centralized authorities because it makes it easier for them to control what's going on. I don't like that as a small business owner. I don't think you like it as a small business owner because we thrive in free markets. Where we're able to look at areas and say i'm going to invest there or i'm going to divest there and i have that kind of freedom where i'm not blocked into making decisions you look at other markets like dallas new york heavily zoned central authorities there they may look aesthetically pleasing because they put all the office markets in one area This look nice and pretty you got all the retail in one area but what it does for rates that's why office buildings in new york cost over 100 bucks a foot we're over here, we're at 35 bucks a foot for class A space. Or at the most, maybe 40, 45 bucks a foot for the best space here. I do deals all the time, way lower than that for class A space. So here's the thing, if you're a local owned business and you wanna operate in a safe, secure space that has all the amenities that you want, I don't know a place in the country that beats Houston. So if you own a business here, I don't think the market could be much better for you right now. So, So dig in. Look at where you want and know you're going to get a good value if you study the market or get your broker to study the market. If you're an institutional owner, I say allow the entrepreneurial community here to continue to grow. When we look at um, Bezos, he worked out of his garage. Michael Dell, same thing. Steve Jobs. All of these were entrepreneurs. Now Houston has several uh, developments that are going on from Rice University. I think it's called the TMC project. I'll, I'll put the link in the description here or I put it on the screen so you can see it. But these are developments to create hubs to grow our tech sector. That's great. Um, I don't have a problem with top-down programs. I'm definitely a fan of education. All that's good. But true innovation from San Francisco, these other cities, comes from local businesses. Don't be discouraged by the talking heads on how things are for that side because true innovation always comes from the bottom. It always comes from passionate people that want to solve problems bezos knows that michael Dell knows that who else am i talking about um michael cuban mark <laughs> mark cuban knows that as well a lot of people we look up to as pioneers they all started the same way a lot of these guys came from texas so that's really encouraging signs for me i trust the small business community to do what we've always done so this is the market to do it in i hope that you take advantage of the data that we're giving here I hope you make wise decisions on where you lease and use this as a tool to get started so your expectations are set. At the end of the day, get help. Find someone that knows the market so they can point you to the specific options where landlords are motivated to give you these concessions we're talking about. I'm going to close off by sharing just some of the deals that are happening right now in this marketplace. In Greenspoint, we're seeing over 12 months of free rent given for some markets right now we're seeing rental rates that are half that of other markets and for office to be specific i'm talking about class a space at 14 dollars a foot gross in some areas and i'm not joking and if you call me and i'll show you the pictures you wouldn't believe what you get for that price point now that's green's point that's not for you southwest houston another strong market there class a space about 14 to 18 bucks a foot for class a space for certain buildings but you got to know where to look in the woodlands This is a hot market. They still have deals there at 25 to 35 bucks a foot gross, just depends on where you're looking and they have a lot of class B space where you can't tell the difference really for a local owned business. You really need to see that and compare before you make a decision. So we're seeing free rent given out in all markets and we're seeing anywhere from four months to 12 months that are done depending on the deal. Okay guys, so for more information, like I said, please subscribe. We're going to do this on a regular basis. I want to dig in deep inside the markets. If you have some things you want me to talk about, hit me up, you know, write some comments in the description, send me an email, give me a call. My cell phone should be in the description. I'm pretty accessible. If you want to talk about the market, let's do that too. And if you're interested in interviews to talk about the market because you're a player here, you're either a broker or you're a developer, you want to talk about a project you're doing that benefits Houston's community, let's do it. We can can talk anytime you're ready. So this is James Robertson signing off and thank you so much for watching. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I was like I want to see that I hold it as long as I can yeah you did excellent man that like 95% of that is online you think so yeah no you killed it killed it